Sharpen your pencils. Adjust your glasses. Fill those pocket protectors. Because you've never heard nerds like this. Matt and Chris engage in Rampant Speculation. All right, what's up, guys? Hi, Matt. Oh, hey, everybody. <laughs> I think Chris starts every episode with, oh. <laughs> well, he's like, Sleepy was one of the dwarves, right? <laughs> he, I think so, that's right. That checks out. <laughs> Or he's like Prince Valium. (laughs) (laughs) So this is uh, Matt and Chris here. uh, And we have Jesse joining us today. And he filled in last week for Chris because Chris ditched out on us last week. Not even true. So we're going to talk about it. Yeah, no. Let's get this cleared up at the beginning here. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Shoot, Chris. The the slanderous uh, language that was used to describe me in the previous episode. Are you talking about First of all... um, yeah, we were planning on getting together Saturday night to hang out. There was no mention of a podcast getting recorded. Um, that was a sneak attack by Jesse and Matt. So they're trying to portray it like I, I you know, I backed think, out of some sort of... Well, we, do, you, do you know how a sneak attack doesn't happen? You show up. You show up. <laughs> so you show up to your own fucking podcast, but like, it wasn't I a should, podcast. That's I the should, thing. I, I wasn't skipping out on a podcast. I, Matt, was that was that a podcast? Um, it ended up being one. It ended up being episode two. It, yeah, it apparently. did. It actually so, ended up being a pretty damn good episode. Yeah. So if you want to talk about uh, guns, Armageddon, that, and I mean, uh, some video games, really bad arguments being made in that episode. So <laughs> I don't remember that, Chris. See, I don't see why because we weren't we were, we weren't even saying anything bad. We actually talked about gun reform, and that's what was yeah. funny to me. I don't give a shit what Mr. Hufflepuff over here has to say. <laughs> well, Chris, actually, I was actually fucking Gryffindor. I'm Gryffindor. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, that's, I know, everybody was, over here, Chris gets Gryffindor. I know, but yeah. he said he like in the, on the online ones, he gets Hufflepuff or something, right? Yeah. Well, the, the, some of those early Facebook quiz, but you know, those ones are, I, I trust Potter more way more than, than those unverified quizzes. What would I be, True. Chris? You would probably be a Gryffindor. We, yeah. needed, we need to so. have Jesse take the test because I'm, I'm curious what his uh, Patronus is going to be. And also, what kind of wand he's going to have? Yeah, we should It'd be interesting. It would be interesting. But we have, yes. So, so we have we have new stuff to discuss today. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to start with uh, zombies. And uh, I was actually listening to uh, Darkness Radio that Jessica Freeberg's on every now and then, and they were talking about what would get us first: would the zombie apocalypse get us first, or would it be the AI disaster, aka? terminators that would take us out first what do you think only one of those is a possibility and that would be terminators bullshit have you seen salt bass chris yeah yeah that's not that wouldn't that would be impossible to turn into a zombie apocalypse you would have to have 98 percent of the world's population just start taking bath salts no no i here's what i think's gonna happen i think a science i think a fucking mad scientist is going to create some kind of disease that, that turns these that turns people crazy, and I think that's really. I think if that's how if if that's going to happen, well, right, that's who's, how it's going to happen. Who said that zombies have to be and dead? It'll be put in our water. Like who says that zombies have to be degenerate? Or you see what I'm saying? I I think that it's well, very, yeah. It's very, but then you're talking about some, that's not a zombie apocalypse. I mean, it is too a the, zombie if they're not in the right state of mind. 
And okay, Jesse, the in, government it's already a crazy person apocalypse. So l- let's get this straight here. Are we talking about Night of the, Li- Night of the Living Dead zombies or right. Twenty Eight Days Later zombies, where they're fully mobile and running? Because if it was Night of the Living Dead zombies, how could there ever be a zombie apocalypse? I'd be, be out there having a heyday. I got my well, I got my Glock nineteen, even even and aside my, from and my sawed off shotgun, and I'd be, I'd be even if we cap. assume that they they're that you couldn't just wipe them out with you know that kind of with guns and stuff. Uh, they would self wipe them wipe out within like two weeks from uh, uh, what's it called when you rot you know uh, oh de- yeah. de- decapitate not decapitate uh, uh, yeah decay decay, they would decay. thank you yeah wrong and, d word but yes. and uh, yeah it just it's just impractical because if they're if they're not alive then their immune system's not working their body isn't repairing itself and that's not the way they're depicted as like half rotten but why did the rot stop. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Well, how this long rot it, wouldn't stop. So it didn't it, stop, but you just you just didn't get to see the time lapse. Within within <laughs> two within two weeks, there would have been enough rot that the ligaments and stuff, your body wouldn't be able to keep moving. Well, nope. here's the thing: is it wouldn't be able to hold together. Whether it's Walking Dead, Night of the Living Dead, Twenty Eight Days Later, any of these zombies movie, any of the zombie movies, you never know what the life expectancy is of a zombie. You just never know. And well, no one ever, no one ever really dead, dies into You have that. to assume that they can survive for years because there's multiple zombies. And, I get that. And the apocalypse has gone on for multiple years now, and they still have overwhelming hordes of zombies walking around. So obviously, the zombies can last a while in that show. So my my question is, how long? What's the time expanse on Walking Dead? Do we know? Well, I would just pay attention to the little girl because what is she? What is she? Maybe three. Um, you're talking about The Walking Dead right now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah what's what's the daughter's name? I can't even think of her. Which little, little girl? Little ass kicker. You know, so that's uh, like four years. She, she's probably like, th- oh man, maybe she's like four now. But yeah, because well, which, which, which little girl are you talking born, about? The year before she was born. Oh, yeah, because because it was one year, you know, like leading up to yeah, the wife being the ex-wife being pregnant. Okay, was, Laura. Yeah. 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 Okay, so you're talking about when so, so Rick finally came back. Yeah. See, and that's and, so, and then they go to the farm, which is the entire second season, and that's when uh, Sophia dies. And then you go to the third season, which is in the prison, and I think they spent almost a third and fourth season. So she dies in the third season. So the the baby isn't even had. They don't. She doesn't even have the baby until the third season right. when Carl shoots her, and then yeah. they take the they cut so the. So that's baby about out. one year all the way to there. Is it? I think it's longer. Well, I mean, than that. It's well, nine I mean, months for she's, pregnancy. She's pregnant as because soon as she was pregnant starts. with True. Shane's oh. kid. Yeah, but but how long was it between when? Right, Rick, that's what we don't know. When when oh, Rick, when Rick, can but Rick, it couldn't Rick have been that long because he was an un, in a coma state unintended for yeah. how long? So though? he would have starved to death if it would have been over a month. So okay, so maybe say it's a year. Yeah. And you got so I, I then you probably the total expands on how many? We're at eight seasons now of Walking Dead. This is the eighth season, right? Eight Second seasons. part of the eighth season. Okay, yeah. so you're at eight seasons. So you you say there's probably four or five years at least that are built up. Yeah, and it's the crazy thing to me in a zombie apocalypse. Why the fuck do people kill each other? I get that the resources are limited, but you would think that you would try to rebuild some sort yeah, of society. I I do feel like that that escalated faster than the zombie threat diminished because yeah, with the zombie threat is still pretty high, and there are still engaging in kind of like human on human crime here's here's what i love i love every time they like get into a car and it starts <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i mean sometimes they jump the battery but even after five years of just sitting there 
My guess is, I mean, in most of this shit, you wouldn't be able to jump the battery either. You know, well, it's like naturally. Like, oh, doo, doo. Mm. That's true. <laughs> that's another problem. Well, and what about like that, that's like an almost all zombie movie. I'm not nitpicking it. I'm just saying, like, right? It's funny. I mean, is it possible? I mean, I don't, I don't know. That'd be interesting. Well, like you just seen the show American Pickers. Like you never see them walk in and start any kind of car. And obviously, a lot of those things are like super old. But right. still, I, I'm not a mechanic, so I couldn't actually answer the 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 whether yeah. that's po- plausible or not plausible it's it just seems far fetched to me it, uh, but it's uh, you well, guys spend some disbelief the, the problem is that it's sake. every single one they can get started they would by now they would definitely be running into a few cars that they couldn't get started yeah um and maybe they're just not showing those ones there's a lot of wrecked cars but i will say that like a lot of the free, be... a lot of the free the freeways aren't really working properly yeah that's true so, I mean, there's a lot of car pileups. I think that's the most interesting part is, if it were me, I think we'd all just go back to McLeod. We'd have a heyday because how are zombies really going to get there? I mean, right. nomadic people might try to come out that direction, but there's not going to be a lot of zombies in this in these rural areas. And they were in Georgia, and they went all the way to D.C. So that's because they were trying to take that scientist up to D.C. because he thought they had the cure, but he was lying the entire time. Right. Although, I mean, he, he had a hunch, and it was kind of right. I think he's going to be right. I think it's going to be in D.C. Right. Well, Let's that's see. just my guess. I, have, oh, you, have you guys... I was, okay, so I was confusing the with show. the CDC. Yeah. So besides the show, have you guys read the comics at all? No, I haven't read them. The much. graphic novels are way different, and they're yeah. and they're they're awesome, actually, because Daryl's not even in the graphic novels. And Shane dies. Like, Shane dies, like, in the first chapter of, of the graphic novel. He dies right away, and Carl <laughs> shoots him in the head. Because he sees Sweet. he sees Shane pointing the gun at him at at Rick and Carl pops him, so yeah, I like Carl that Carl yeah Carl's like a badass from like the very get go, which is different from the books because he's like a he's just kind of like a whiny child, which yeah. makes well, sense. But yeah, I'm fine. Still. With it. I'm okay with how the show went. I feel like Shane's thing dragged on too long in the show. I felt that watching it, having haven't having even heard this before but i like that actor though so i, I figured they could have kept shane around a little bit longer if they're going to keep him that long yeah and, but and, they could have had a better the problem is they dragged out the whole tension thing that yeah, led to was, his death too long it shouldn't have been an entire season it got, it got yeah it, there's just too much and, and you knew that there was a that there was a moment in time when they were going to duke it out. But right. I don't think anybody was really surprised that, that Rick was killing Shane. I, I no. think everybody knew that was coming. Yeah. No, I, th- I thought it was really well done. I mean, uh, yeah, maybe it was drug out too long. No, that was, scene. It was yeah, definitely no, I solid. Agree. Um, uh, yes. The, the whole, as a whole, it was great. It was well done. And also in that particular scene was so amazing. Really? What? It's all fucked up. Cause you can't blame Shane for everything. Shane's not a good guy. No, I don't agree. get me wrong. I, I think Shane's but he's a great also, guy. He's also kind of fucked up in his head too. Yeah. But you need so people I don't like Shane was, to yeah, survive. But I don't, like, I don't think that he was necessarily a bad guy initially. No, he I was just kind of, so. he had like almost like PTSD, you know, or something well, like that. Yeah. I think what happened is Shane wasn't bad at all. I no, think no. what, what really fuck Shane up was when Rick returned yes. because then he felt guilt for sleeping with Lori but then he's like well shit I love Lori and then that that yeah. that inner battle is what pushed him over the edge because he Rick was weak in his mind because Rick wouldn't do necessary steps that he thought they needed to do to, to survive he thought right. he wasn't adequately protecting Lori and those that that cultivation of things kind of led them to kind of grow apart instead of be team because there were mo- there were moments in that season where him and 
him and Shane were Rick and Shane were were on the same page and they were kicking ass and it was like oh fuck man these guys are gonna do some damage and then all of a sudden they're off the same page and it just starts to deteriorate so I see that happening as well um but that's that's my opinion what do you guys think on that no yeah I think so also I mean the thing that Shane could have kept in mind better is that you know Rick was just experiencing the world and you know so he he was a little behind the curve on that kind of stuff and he didn't I don't think he fully appreciated that and that's part of why they had that fallout but yeah when they were on the same page I agree they did do well together they're former partners so it makes sense that first season's great that first that, yes. that half season or six episodes or whatever yeah. it is I those when I first saw it man I, my god I loved that's yeah. that's the best season. The I mean, first to me. season, right? And that's that's yeah, a sad thing because awesome. I mean the first couple are not bad, uh, but the first one is so strong, and that's what I like, got me hooked on the show. And I just it, kept... it starts to get a little bit out there for me. Um, I started to lose interest, yes. and then but like the first season, it hooks you right away because they're like, "Damn, man, Rick is Rick is brutal," and then all of a sudden you start seeing what what's happening to him as he's he, that first zombie he kills. He's like he's like walking. He's all in his uh, sheriff's get up and. His sheriff's hat, and, he's, and he shoots that girl against the truck yeah. right there. That was pretty no, that, intense. All that, all that's pretty sweet, and that's what drives me nuts, man. Because in the first season, Rick and Glenn were great. You know, they were so good together. Yep. Because we're, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing we're going to give spoilers in this, right? I mean, because people yeah. have already seen this. Yeah, if you like haven't that. seen yes. that, if you haven't seen that season, you're probably not a Walking Dead fan, right? right? No, I mean, unless you're just one of those people that just puts shows off until yeah, but you're for you're, like, oh, I've got to finish yeah. this before I finish this. My guess, they don't, they my, can't watch multiple shows at one time. Those, probably, I, those people, I do live, know those people. Those people live in caves, though. They'd they have do. to live in caves because if not, you'd already know. Everybody know Glenn dies. I'm just yeah. gonna throw that Glenn, out there. Glenn, that, that was like the that end. was an internet. That was like the red wedding phenomenon. Yeah, Glenn and Rick man were so good together. You know, kill off those other sons of bitches. Keep Glenn. Like Glenn was yes. a great character. You know, it, I agree. I don't See, know. I think he was but, my favorite character. But the, but the reason they killed Glenn was because their viewership started going down. So yeah. they need, they needed a way to get people interested. And you and knew so Glenn cheap, was dying. Though. It's I, so cheap. I agree. It was I stopped especially watching it. And, cheap because they killed uh, um, Abraham right before it. Yeah, yeah. Like so, yeah. It, was, it was. They took out two great just, characters. Abraham was was well, a great and character. Yeah, and they then cheated. Not only did they give Glenn a stupid cheap death, but they also cheated Abraham of his own death. He was just a punchline, basically, for Glenn's death—a a, fake-out. Yeah. Oh, Abraham died. Oh, good. It wasn't Glenn. Oh, nope. Glenn's still dead. Well, it's kind of funny how many and times. It's, and whose fault is it? How many times? <laughs> it's can you, fault. How many times can you really get hit in the head with or a Carl's spiked fault. bat? Yeah, I, I don't know. Because Abraham took a couple hits, and so did Glenn. Man, Glenn's eye was all popping out. Um, there was a lot of controversy over that scene. The problem, the problem with the show is not. Well, I mean, I guess it's not even that they killed Glenn. The problem with the show is they came into it, and this is just my perspective. They didn't have an end game, okay? Right. Like they they started off so strong, and then they just meandered like everywhere, and they were like, "Oh, we'll just keep this shit going and make a bunch of money." And then they did try to give these shock things to try to keep people, but it probably pushed more people away. If they would have came up with a solid story and a solid way to get to an ending, you know, an actual story arc, that would have been fucking great. I could have really appreciated that. Yeah, and I think that's that's they, they that's, need to get to the ending now. Well, like, that, I think, I think, I think a lot right. of shows suffer from that. I've seen very few good shows all the way through that were solid all the way through, and um, you know, Game of Thrones has even suffered from that. You know, uh, that that issue to where they're having issues with what are they doing? Some there's a lot of episodes in Game of Thrones, and I'm like, fuck, man. Now we have ice zombies. You know, it's like zombies is like the running thing right now. Next is going to be. 
we had vampires, and we have zombies. It's going to be werewolves next. Hopefully. That sounds pretty good. I mean, there's kind of, there's kind of werewolves. Well, I, what are the wargs? They're, they're not really werewolves, are they? They're kind of a... What are the wargs in a Game of Thrones? Like sorcerers. They'd be more like sorcerers. Yeah, that's, yeah. it sounds like they're taking control cooler. of something. And they can take control of beasts. Or more, can we just call yeah. them mind freaks? Isn't that an, isn't that an actual TV show? Beastmasters. Yeah. <laughs> Beastmaster. <laughs> that's an actual show. That's a badass show, by the way, from the 80s. That's is that seventies? I don't know. I think it's. I, th- I want to say that it's eighty. That it's eighties, right? Yeah, it's a good eighties movie. Nineteen eighty-one. I love that movie. Um, another question. So was we're all right. We're back. So sorry about that. Anyhow, um, talking about weapons. So next thing, where would you, what, what, where would you go right now if a zombie apocalypse is going on? Because I think a lot, I don't know if people know where they would go. Yeah, I've. Even though I don't think it's ever going to happen, um, I do have thoughts about it. Well, it's, it'd be similar to like a, a nuclear event or something, the collapse of society in general. But um, What's that the point? thing is, I don't really have, um, I'm not a prepper. So the very first stop would be to procure some supplies of some kind. Um, the only issue is everyone's going to be going to like a grocery store or something. So... You, you know, smart play would be go to somewhere that is not not everyone's going to immediately think of. Yeah, um, I, I could see that. Jesse, do you have an idea where you would what you would do or where you would go to? No, not a good one. Right, <laughs> definitely not a good one. You know, I, but I, I mean, it all depends on like if we're here right now with you, Matt. Like, I, I guess it depends on how we learn about it. But I mean, yeah, there's a gas station down the way. Go get some cans right away. I do, and I, then go out to the country. I do have a buck out bag. the The sad thing is, I mean, I get, I hate to say it this way, but the sad thing is, a lot of people, to, you know, like if you had a finite number of resources, a lot of people are just generally going to have to die. You know, like because you could be like, oh yeah, we'll work it out with our whole city, you know, and we'll just kind of whatever, we'll you know, we'll share food and we'll you know work together to kill all these people. That's not going to work. Have Most seen, people are going to die in those kind of situations. In every one of those movies, when that does happen, there's always that one asshole that always takes the extra water bottle or that, that uh, snipes a little bit more food than they needed to. Because human beings aren't meant to ration, and I think that's a that's a huge thing. Is that they can't well, they can't do it for that some shit reason. That happens in a, what is it? The Diary of Anne Frank. And Frank, it happens. It I, happens I can, in... That's Diary of Man Frank, right? Where her uncle or whatever, or whoever that is, is uh, stealing extra food. And Monica was watching the Flight of yeah. the Phoenix last night, and they were doing the same thing there. Like, that guy was taking extra water because he was working more, or something like that. He was like, I think he was building the plane. I didn't watch that. I was working, so I wasn't really watching the movie, but <laughs> it was it was kind of funny. But right. it happens in every movie. There's always that one person or two people that they don't really go along with the plan because they have a higher thought process of what they need. Or yeah, yeah. Or they think themselves are more important than the group, or something like that. Or they're not even thinking about it, and they just can't not do it. Maybe. Well, Maybe all of those. So, you know. What do you think about the scotch? It's wonderful. <laughs> Haven't you seen my face every time I take a drink? I'm like, oh shit. Um, introducing Jesse to some scotch. It's a 14 year Oban. It's pretty good. Perfect for it's perfect for the zombie apocalypse. You know, drink a little bit, a little less feeling in your limbs. You Thank could probably run a little bit further. You don't need no, fourteen year old scotch for that. Thank God well, I, I mean, have. Is... Uh, Thank God I have some quick trip tea as a chaser. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I think that's how you should chase all your alcohol. You I mean, I, I'm a scotch no, fan. Scotch like has always been one of my number one drinks. You know, it's uh, 
It's it's good. You it's can drink a, it straight. I like that. You don't have to mix. You don't have to have a soda around to mix it with. You can just roll right into it. I mean, yeah. If you say so, Chris, I do say so. Honestly, um, so drinking aside, how drunk do you have to be to believe that the Earth is flat? Because I put a lot of good arguments out there, actually, that you, you and Brent could not dispute. I'm just saying. I think I you think need we one. Disputed f- them quite well. And that, and mm-hmm. What was your dis- what was what was your definitive proof that the Earth is actually round? Have you ever been? Have you ever been to Antarctica, Chris? Riddle me that. No, I've not been to Antarctica. See, I've also haven't been to Africa, but it exists. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, the round Earthers theory. Did you watch that documentary, Jesse, that I sent you? Which one? Uh, it was about two hours. It was pretty long. Oh no, then I definitely didn't watch that one. But it was it was it was interesting because uh, the the crazy shit these people come up with on believing that the Earth is actually flat. They is, have their own math. It it's it's definitely wild. And um, when I was looking at it, I'm like, okay, I can I can kind of see that in a way of like trying to get into their beliefs and to their points. And they'll be flying over the plane and they're filming. Just so you guys know, this is the Flat Earth Society, and they believe that the Earth is actually flat, and that we're all being lied to, and there's a dome over the Earth that keeps us locked in, and we can never get out of the Earth. We've never been to the moon. We've never been to space. The moon is just part of like our atmosphere, and um, it's, it's, it's an insane theory. But it's it's crazy because the way they try to film stuff and the way they try to uh posturize everything they're doing it some of it does make sense in a in a theoretical stance to where you can be like okay i see that argument but then you're like well you're still full of shit what do you think jesse you're from the round earther society why don't you weigh in well i don't think the earth is round though um or at least not spherical uh it's still kind of round but it's on a turtle's back (laughs) in case you didn't know no uh in the hands of a giant in the hands of a giant and they were Kind of created also by God. God plays a role in there. So there's a God, the giant, and the turtle. So and, and I, th- I think that it's, it's possible that the Earth is flat. I mean, have we observed that the Earth is round? Yes, we've ob- observed a lot of other planetary bodies that are round. But we've show never me, observed Earth is round. Show me a good picture of the Earth. There are no good pictures of There's the Earth. Great pictures of the Earth. They're not, not real. Because if you look at them, the coloring is all different. Well, I mean, what were they taking them during different seasons? But here's, and here's the kicker. The but here's the kicker. So <laughs> the reason they have trouble getting pictures of the full Earth scheme is because most satellites only hover 300 or so miles above the Earth. So they can never really get yeah. a good photograph. of. There's only, there's only there one. There is a satellite, a Chinese satellite. It's Japanese. Our Japanese satellite. Thank you. Orbiting the moon. I've been studying this. And you can see the Earth rise. It's broadcast live to YouTube constantly. It's pretty awesome, actually. The, the Earth, Earth rises. Rise? Yeah. And sets. Or maybe it's a set. No, it's a rise. Yeah, you see the Earth rise over the moon's horizon. Okay. Oh, that sounds oh. like bullshit to me. I think I've seen that like on the beginning of like movies and stuff. Do you know what the name Overture. of that satellite is so people can look it up? I do not. Japanese moon lunar satellite. Because I, I I tried finding it. Um, I was actually listening to Joe Rogan talk to Eddie Bravo about that, and Eddie Bravo is like this huge uh, flat Earth person, um, kind of like with Bob and some of those other guys. And Kyrie Irving, Shaquille O'Neal. It's it's interesting, and but they do make some good points. A lot of the maps that we have are bullshit, and it's kind of like Greenland is fucking huge on the map. They're the maps aren't right where you think actual continents are aren't correct 
and it's it, they have a way of creating doubt which makes you like that makes people believe that what what they're saying is true do you know what i'm saying yeah no i mean i think the the moon landing was probably fake too well, I, I think that... And How I, come we haven't been back to the moon in 30 years? Well, and I do agree with part of the moon. I think that the moon landing, we went to the moon, but I think some of the video footage was faked. No, like I, they, I think it was too. They, they had to, they had to uh, mess with some of the video footage, even though they went to the moon. And that, that's a pretty plausible theory. And, and then even uh, some of the scientists actually get on with that and say, yeah, that's... That's plausible because of the relays that they had. They filmed like an hour. They filmed over like it was like ninety minutes of, of footage that they had from the moon landing, and they're saying with that footage being filmed, that some of it has to be faked. Like some, of it, it, they had to tinker with it a little bit, kind of like they what they do with um, NASA copped up to uh, photocopying, photoshopping clouds on some of their Earth pictures. If you go into the renditions of their photos, you can see that's the same clouds photoshopped, and they've and they've copied. Was that it. real though? Yeah, I thought that part was cockamamie conspiracy theory stuff. Whenever, because yeah, when, when, NASA's when the definitely agreed theory, to to photo photoshopping shit, and I don't think that's outside of their realm at all. When the conspiracy theory guy was talking about it, yes, that those look like they were photoshopped clouds. But in terms of those pictures, I don't know if those pictures are real. So, you well, know, there's a lot of people that could photoshop all kinds of shit. True. True, but just Google the Earth, you know what I mean, and and the pictures that you get aren't the best, you know. And I just I would just like to see. Well, I just don't think they have yeah, good zoom out features. Google Earth, and you look Google Images, it's going to return images that are popular that get looked at a lot. That's not necessarily the best pictures of the Earth. It's, it's so they're going to be you're going to see go to a NASA. lot of digital versions, a lot of artistic. Ones, yeah, you can go straight to NASA and you can get good pictures. That's what I'm saying. But the pictures on NASA kind of suck. I don't think so. There's some, there's some, there's some, there's some good ones on there. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not an advocate for the flat Earth, but I do like throwing it out there because some of uh, we have a friend Brant who's really into space. Some of his arguments were cockamamie. Just saying. You mean why he's looking at Saturn's moons? That that cracked my shit. Or up. Jupiter's moons? What so, was it? Have you seen like you can actually? It was Saturn. He said he could see the moons um, orbiting around Saturn from his telescope. He said Jupiter, and he said Saturn. I, and start. I've seen no. We you can see Saturn and see Saturn's rings, and you can see the moons orbiting around Jupiter. Um, I've seen them myself. He said he said he saw the moons orbiting around Saturn. So maybe he meant Jupiter. But I remember this exactly. I think he said both. I think he, he mentioned both, both yeah. in that conversation. He said right, Jupiter but was he easier. talked about the moons with Jupiter because, well, yeah. So you so you saw okay. So back to this question then. It's really beautiful. It's it's an orange speck. He's like, that, and I, I think I saw this other light that well, might have been going around. So you can actually. So that, video, the, so that video document that, that I sent not, you, the okay. guy that video... Well, the, the one you sent me, the guy has a, a, clearly a worse uh, telescope than Brant does. I mean, because the images that I saw with my own eye through that telescope were better than those images on that video. Jesse, do you know what Brant's doing? So Chris is looking through their telescope, and Brant's like, hey, right. hey, well, no, I'll say this. This is like, like, this is, this is like this is 4K TV like, right holy here. Fuck, I'll, I'll man. say this. Uh, Saturn does look like that. Saturn looks like there's a little piece of paper floating in front of the telescope. 
um, that's cut out to look like Saturn, but Jupiter doesn't. Jupiter okay, but flat earthers don't believe that those that those planets don't exist. They, no, yeah, they, they still just, agree that those planets exist. They just right, believe that we can't like get off this planet. Inside the dome. No, no, of, they don't believe that at all. They believe you can't get off this planet. They well, be- some of them believe it's inside a dome. Well, those people are fucking stupid. <laughs> okay, I can. I wouldn't argue if I was with that theory. I wouldn't be arguing that. Right. I'd be. I'd be saying that. Hey, listen, God. The, the one that I point out, God. But why said, are we the only planet that's flat? Because God created us, and like we're the center of the entire universe, according to the according to the Bible. Mm-hmm. He's saying we're that we're the we're right. The, but but what about the ones that have the scientific theories that 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 they try to account for gravity and all this other stuff. They don't believe in gravity, believe, Chris. No, some haven't. of them do. They, they have believe their math. And I haven't seen, believe I haven't the, seen the, the flat Earth is accelerating upwards at like uh, 30 feet right. per well, second well, or something I mean, like that. Like they've got all the this planet. math to explain gravity, to explain all this. Like they don't just say, oh, I don't believe in gravity. But, God's just holding everything in place. They come up with all these extreme true. weird and, theories. And I haven't, I honestly, I haven't explain. researched that. I just, I got enamored in it for like one day just because right. I thought it was this crackpot shit was just, it was hilarious. It is hilarious. There's a uh, video I saw where um, it's called the um, Bedford level experiment. Um, it's this canal in England that goes on for like six miles and it's perfectly level. Um, and so, and it, there's this experiment conducted in the 1800s. Where the guy got in the canal and with a telescope, he watched as someone rowed a boat away from him. And, you know, if the Earth's curved after so many miles, the boat should disappear. Um, And he was able to observe the boat for the entire six miles. Well, that has to actually do because of where how far he was above the water and everything. Atmospheric distortion caused light to bend so he could see it farther than... Do you, right. see what, do you see what I'm talking about? Like, see, now right. Chris no, no, is no, talking yeah. about really good but, things. No, here's like, the funny thing. We can't thing. really prove astrophoric distortion. Well, you can, actually. They know about it. But anyway. <laughs> they know uh, about it. See, that's a scientist. See, and that's their argument that you get told by people you've never actually witnessed it yourself. You, you're just saying that you believe in somebody else telling you something. Well, no, no. There's mathematical equations. They provide proofs of it and everything. And regardless, and there's, there's a way you could do this so experiment believe- that would prove it. But anyway... They um, so they tried to recreate this experiment in modern day with lasers, and it was a disaster. It's it's hilarious. Like they 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 don't have a wetsuit, and no one wants to get wet in the canal, so no one actually goes down to six inches above the water, um, or whatever it is, sixteen inches. So instead, they just stand on a bridge above the the canal, which means obviously they'll see much farther. And um, yeah, they do get footage of the guy canoeing all the way to the six mile away bridge but um, even they admit that their evidence is inconclusive but then they decide well we need to invent new math that shows that actually um the circumference of the earth according to um spherical the spherical earth theorists the circumference of the earth should actually be like a quarter of what they say it is so that the guy should disappear faster than he does (laughs) Uh, it's, it's just that's a little crackpot but did you, okay on that documentary did you see that the salt flats it's 106 miles straight you can actually take a telescope and you can see for 106 miles and that's what they're saying that that's part of the theory that like over 106 miles there should be some natural natural curvature that's going to happen and he's saying that they don't get that and that was that that salt what does flat, he mean they don't get that because like, they they could see it from standing on the salt flat when the water rises they could stand on it's like a perfect mirror 
Yeah. And so you can see for 106 miles, like as it goes down, you can see it's like a perfect what mirror. What can he see? Anything any, like people walking all the way across, you can see something that going, there's no horizon really. It's just straight all the way straight across. Right. So he's seeing something six inches off the ground, 106 miles away. Yes. Okay. Well, I haven't heard about that one. It was in that document. It was in that document. I do know flats. that you can see. You know what soft flats I'm talking about? If you, if you go to the ocean. And you sit there with binoculars and you watch ships sail over the horizon. They never, disappear bottom first. They never go over Not the horizon. They In nev- the conspiracy theory video he sent me yesterday, they specifically went over this. Yes. And then if you zoom in far enough, you, you still see, see, see the, the bottom boat. of the boat. <laughs> this is actually true. I'm actually being serious. I'm serious. It's, 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 but that's, that's what I'm saying, Chris. So you're telling me to believe no, 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 in that. That's what he was saying. But, but, but Chris, what is gravity? We, we can't even define what a gravity is. There's no there's no equation for gravity. We can't we can't measure gravity. We don't know what gravity is. We don't? actually they already solved it in Interstellar. So they sh- what? <laughs> but that's the argument in that video. They're like, what is gravity? We right, can't measure gravity. Like, we can't feel gravity. We can't see you know, gravity. Okay, somebody I'll, just I'll tells grant me that I don't understand all the mathematics fundamentally enough. Um, I probably but. Here's what I don't understand is how does everything work that is based on all of these concepts of gravity and relativity? How is all of this working if it's all fake? First of all, you made the first mistake of saying relativity. Einstein's theory of relativity no longer holds any bar. They don't really count that as actual... The flat earthers, you mean? No, just in in science in general, they're kind of getting they're getting they're getting past it. Look at shrink theory. Shrink theory <laughs> no, no, contradicts talking, theory yeah, of relativity. You're talking theoretical. Well, first of all, it works. Isn't in it the all, same way that it's like all thermodynamics is works or Newtonian physics works? This is what I got. But do it to doesn't. Talk. This is but it, it doesn't. Like it. Um, it's not. It doesn't perfectly explain all the universe, but at a certain level of systems, it does work well enough so like relativity works you it's actually absolutely essential for gps gps does not work without general relativity we wouldn't be able to do it so um how do you explain gps working without general relativity which relies on gravity existing uh well i couldn't really explain how gps works anyhow just i'm just saying (laughs) but i if you look at string theory and there's there's a conspiracy going on here because uh, the flat earthers are attacking our podcast system. Yeah, they're hacking. <laughs> it's a theory of relativity. Chris is attacking our damn podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I I agree. We need to get some cybersecurity going on up. I think it's I think it's ghosts targeted. Well. I- Anything could be ghosts. My my uh so my wife, Jesse, Monica, she thinks that the house is haunted. <laughs> Did you forget your wife's name for a second? No, I just well, said my wife so, Jesse uh, no, Monica. I'm, just, well, I'm saying this so people understand. <laughs> I know. But your wife gets so bad because she thinks we already sleep together and we do. Well <laughs> I, I don't know if we should really throw that out there right now. I mean oh, we, we we said we weren't gonna discuss this. Who's the big spoon and who's the little spoon? <laughs> Well, Jesse's always big spoon. I guess he likes to be big spoon. I have like in my life, I've always been the big spoon. Like, cause I don't know, I've never been into the jetpack situation. I don't mind jetpack every now and then because if they want to cuddle, they can just kind of like roll over and like I can do my own thing still. But it seems bizarre to me. Like that well, seems weird. It's not like she's hold like for for Monica. Like she'll like lay over and like throw her arm around me, or like she'll want to cuddle. I'm like, okay, you can cuddle for a little bit. 
But at the same time, like at that point in time, because I've been like working late and like uh, doing shit like this late, and so I'm ready to go to bed, you know. But she'll want to cuddle, so I just kind of roll over, and then we'll cuddle. But as far as jetpack goes, it just it's fifty. It's not fifty fifty. It just kind of depends on the mood. I don't know. Yeah, but see, jetpack. I've never called it jetpacking before, but you do that. Well, when I go to bed, I'm a shifter. And I so you shape shift in bed. Yeah, yeah. I shift. He sometimes I, he even turns into a real man. I I don't know. It takes me a while to get comfortable enough to fall asleep. So I'll and it doesn't. I have a different position that I fall asleep in every time. So I get sometimes on my stomach, sometimes on my side, the different sides. Um, so like I each night, you know, we'll start out me big spoon, or and then I'll turn over and. Sometimes Elena will take over the big spoon role. Sometimes she won't. It just... I don't think I've ever had a woman uh, be the big spoon in my life. I don't think it's ever happened. In fact, I know it hasn't happened. You've never been cuddled, cuddled before? Well, just... Not like that. I think you're missing out a little bit. No, I'm usually not turned around. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't sound <laughs> as hot to me. Not true, Jesse. Not that I'm not everybody, into a lot of everybody stuff. Everybody knows it's not true. Not that I'm not into a lot of stuff, but well, that doesn't seem like my thing. I mean, it's not always foreplay. Snuggling. So, like, I okay. For example, it's I sleep, I sleep on my side and on my back. So Sometimes if I'm like sleeping on my side, and I'm facing like the wall because I for some reason I sleep better on my right side. I don't know why that is, and I seem to fall asleep better that way. And Monica, like, kind of roll over and put her shoulder over, like her arm over my shoulder. That's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Like, it's not like a like a we severe, don't have to downplay it. It's cool, dude. It's not like a severe cuddling. Say, uh, uh, she totally big squeezed your ass. It's cool. Like, I'm not worried. I mean, it's cool, guys. I mean, See, I've Jesse, never been Jesse has to like have he's, this like yeah. manly uh, bravado going on. Toxic masculinity. I'm, oh issues. bullshit! Matt's Matt's worse than I am, he's, and you fucking know it, Chris. You know that Matt's worse than Jesse's I. Jesse's really projecting over here. He's yeah. like, I never like, cuddle. Oh, I'm, I'm a man, man. I'm, I've got to be a man. No, the manly thing with the really manly thing would be like, I don't cuddle women. Fuck that, you know, or whatever. Sure, I cut. I just why would I be the why would I be the little spoon? I'm way too fat to be the little spoon. You're not. Plus, fat. I've never. That's a matter I've of never, logistics. You know, it's a different question. Yeah. Well, no. I think that's kind of what this is anyway. Oh, well, like, it's a matter okay, of well, logistics. But if you're talking about like, um, it makes more sense because I've always. I mean, that was my fault. Yeah. Good job, Chris. You're really <laughs> fucking this whole. I got hope all robbed up. I threw the the toy away. Well, I would hope you wouldn't do that again. What was I saying, Chris? There's probably something important. We're talking about masculinity, and Chris is saying that you're you're downplaying or you're up you're downplaying the need to be cuddled. I think Jesse just no, really I wants cuddle. to be cuddled. He's I hiding cuddle it all the inside. Time. I cuddle all the time. No, you cuddle, but you need to be cuddled. Like like you, you mean be, like you me turned over? Yes. You yeah, mean like me baby. being little spoon? See, he Wee makes baby. it seem. See, he takes it and he tries to make it seem like, hey, if you guys want a little spoon, dude, it's cool, man. I'm fine with you guys being that way. <laughs> That's fine. I'm actually supportive. You know, I'm an ally. I've it's not about being why spoon. it's big spoon, little spoon. Because when you put two spoons together, they're the same size. They're not? the same spoon. They fit together, not because one is smaller than the other. It's just spoons. If you have two, yeah, no. I so, hear, so I hear the, if you're on a... the front, in middle, inside, or the outside. You don't have to be a bigger spooner. I think that's where you're getting caught up because you're like, oh, I don't want to be a little spoon. No, you're the same size. You spoon. mean like I'm I'm the person rolled over, kind of curled up a little bit, and the other person has their arm and body around me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> so if so if a woman came to you and just says, "I just want to hold you," 
would you push them away? We'd be like, oh, fuck, get away from me. Or would you be like, yeah, okay, you can... Uh, I'm guessing. Have... I'm guessing we would we would lay there face to face and hold each other. That's what I'm guessing. Okay, because I've done that before. Ever? No, I'm actually cool with that. No, I don't mean like awkward, uncomfortable. I just mean like physically uncomfortable. I don't know. I mean, I guess it like all depends on how close you're falling asleep or so. Jesse's um, like the girl goes to sleep and then Jesse just stares at her, like yeah. just like looking at her. Have I ever done it before? Sure. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that. I sleep better on my right side, so if there's going to be any cuddling action, Monica usually has to kind of like swivel over towards me if I'm asleep, you know? Because for me, I'm not like, I don't always need to be the touchy-feely type. We were talking about this the other well, day. Well, no, you've already, well, you're already kind of giving it away because you're so manly. Um, but you just said that a second ago. You were like, oh, if she needs to cuddle, I'll cuddle her a little bit. But, you know, I'm tired or I'm busy, you know? Come no, on, No, it's Monica. like sleep is sleep, you know? I mean, cuddling on the couch is different than, like, you're trying to get some sleep and wake up and get ready for the next day. I mean, I've never been that big about sleep, though. So sleep is very low on the important scale for me, so... I don't know. Well, you also have a lot of shit going on, so there's. I've always have. I mean, I've I get like six hours of sleep a night, and if I didn't, I'm actually okay when I get less too, and uh, I do pretty well on little sleep. Yeah, I don't need to sleep eight hours. I, I I'm pretty energetic, but I tried. I've been trying to sleep a little bit more lately because I've been for like the longest time. I've I slept like four to three hours a night, just for whatever reason that is. And I started noticing, like, I run better, I do better, like, the more sleep I get. So, I've been trying to sleep a little bit more, although it doesn't, has not worked out this week at all. Well, I would definitely try to get at least six hours. I, I do, I, I, I'm just not a sleeper. And so, when I get to, when I actually get into bed, I'm like, okay, I'm conking out, you know? Because we'll sit there and, like, we'll cuddle on the couch, and, and that's fine with me. And... Actually, I like being, I like the jetpack on the couch because then I don't have to look over her to see the TV. Why would you? I don't know. Yeah, I get front row seats. Okay, here's here's the other portion. You know how that works? Because how much how much taller are you than Monica? Um, I'm, what is she? Is she five four, five four? She's like five three, five three. So I've always, I guess I've always been quite a bit taller than than most people do. So I've never had that issue, and I'm never usually. I don't know. Usually, if I'm cuddling, I'm not really worrying about watching TV or something like that. Oh yeah, like you're like Monica and I aren't much different than each other. I'm like five seven, maybe maybe five I, eight. I'm, my point was is I'm, I think you might be closer in size, or even Chris and Elena might be closer in height than I've yeah. ever you know for well, the most part. Elena's five so eleven. Yeah, she's like she's she's like five eleven. <laughs> um, and I'm only five eight. So <laughs> Chris has to peek over the mountaintop. So it's to a, see a yeah, it's Elena behind him, like just watching TV, and he's like laying all cuddled up on her chest. Yeah. <laughs> How was your day, baby? <laughs> yeah, no, I could see that. I could definitely see that. But yeah, you say you don't even kiss Monica though, or like you don't kiss her goodnight and stuff, or goodbye. Or... No, no, no. That's not what I meant. I meant you said that... something like that yesterday. No, okay. So what I meant was is I, I we we kiss each other every every morning goodbye and goodnight. But it's like sometimes like she's like we're different. Like I don't need the touchy feely all the time. She needs that constant like touchy feely. Like so that's our different in personalities. So, for example, if I'm like in the middle of a podcast, she would want to kiss goodnight before she goes to bed. You know, that's that's the that's the stuff I'm saying. What's wrong with that? Like we're we're doing something. I I don't know. Like I don't. She knows I'm coming upstairs. You know, I'm going to be there. But what if she falls asleep before you get there? Then, then she I, doesn't get her kiss. No, I wake her up and I give her a kiss before I go to bed. Uh huh. Oh, then you interrupt her REM sleep. Wow. Dick move. Yeah, she may not even but, remember. But she it. likes that. So for her, that's like okay. She's been waiting. She for likes getting interrupted. She she, she waits for me to go upstairs, Chris. Okay, <laughs> she waits for me to get in the bed 
and then she makes me a sandwich and a glass of milk. That's just how it works. <laughs> I don't know. You, if those are sex references, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> no, that's like a real reference. Like That's actually what happens every you night. You eat a sandwich and, and a glass, glass of, milk. of milk or drink a glass of milk what right kind of you go to bed. What kind of sandwich? Um, ham and cheese, usually. So Dijon mustard. She goes Isn't and lays really down. Bad to eat right before you go to sleep. My metabolism's like a hummingbird, dude. It's crazy. That's true. You go. So she <laughs> lays down, goes to sleep. You come up there, give her a kiss. You lay down. She gets out of bed, goes and makes you a sandwich and gets you some milk. Yes, and brings it up to you. <laughs> you know, you know, you could get the milk on your way up you know. to bed. Yeah, but you know, it's always nice when a woman takes care of you, right, Jesse? <laughs> I don't know. I guess See, I, my, I would, my, yeah. my my dear friends out there, this is what I've been taught by the machine that is Jesse. <laughs> no, that's not that's not what happened to me. Um, no, I mean no. So honestly, what I, I mean looks like I, Matt's become the master. Yeah, no, <laughs> I told you how Matt was. <laughs> so no, but it's really funny. So Monica and I, this is a great story. No, it's we'll, not. We'll be in we'll be in Walmart, and uh, I love doing this, Monica, because she gets so she gets so worked about it. So we'll be in Walmart and uh, I'll find, we'll be walking next to this other lady, and I'm like, "Babe, we gotta get going. Dude. I need to. I need to. Sit, you need to make me a sandwich." And like that lady just stopped, like what she was doing. It's like glared at me, and I'm, I'm just like laughing. And so I'll do that like randomly at different stores we go to, just to kind of get a rise out of people. Like I'm like, you know, you, you know, it's about time for me to eat. You need you need to get home and make me a sandwich. And people like they just like stop dead in their tracks, and so uh, it's. But no, I mean, honestly, when I said that, I, what I meant was about the kissing. It's like, I don't need that over affection all the time. Um, it's just, it's kind of funny how different people are. So like, like Jesse, you never want to be the, the small spoon, which is fine. You know, I don't need to kiss every night. I mean, I kiss her good night before the, I go the to different, bed. The difference but not before is, she goes upstairs all the yeah, time. Yeah, but the difference is though, if someone came to me and they were like, hey, I like, I like this better just because it, it feels better and I enjoy it more. I'd be like, oh, well, I'll do it. I still give her a kiss. I don't. I don't deny her kisses. Uh huh. Oh, that's fine. I'm not judging you, dude. You do what you gotta do. You no, do, I mean you do you. Yeah, I don't always. I don't. I don't sit there and just deny her kisses. But at the same time, I'm. Uh, I'm you a know, giver. I don't. I don't do it to her. Like I don't. So I don't always just walk up like right before I'm going to bed, or because normally I don't go to bed before her anyhow. But like if I were to, I would just kind of go up to bed and wait for wait until she got to bed, and then she just roll over and give me a kiss. And, and then bed. you would get up and make her a sandwich. <laughs> actually i've done that monica is the worst nighttime eater like it'll be Mm -hmm. two o'clock in the morning and i'll hear this like clank clank and i roll over and she's like eating a bowl of cereal i'm like what are you doing like you're eating cereal in bed like she it's a great place to eat cereal (laughs) she eats like she eats like a squirrel she eats like a bunch of meals throughout the day and (laughs) it's fucking crazy man it'll be two o'clock in the morning she's eating i'm like what are you doing right now like i guarantee you it's like midnight she's gonna roll down here in about an hour and like yeah. make herself a meal they go back upstairs it's just so weird and uh she's always been like that she's just been that type of person that eats in the middle of the night weren't we gonna try to tie all this and back into ghosts wasn't that the point of this well yeah monica believes there's ghosts in the house <laughs> i think it's hilarious. Oh, that was talking just... about it earlier two two separate ghosts um that was a short segue yeah um, well, we were watching uh, the show. Have you seen the show A Haunted before? No. A Haunting. Uh, there, it's a it's a show that kind of goes over people's different people's like haunting haunting experiences. And they actually did a show about the house in Atchison, um, where I went to college at the the Scratch House. So we've always had this conversation whether a ghost are real or not. 
you know, I mean, do you believe in ghosts? No. At all? Nothing at all? I mean, you want me to tell you a story to like make it interesting? No, I don't believe it. No. I mean, I thought when I was young, I remember a time where I, I was awake and I thought I had this experience where I saw a ghost. But now that I'm older, I just realized that I was full of shit. Okay. I mean, that's so. cool. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of skeptical on the, on the aspect of whether I think it's cool. I mean, I like going to places that seem haunted, but I think I like the adventure more than actually the ghost itself. But Monica's convinced there's a ghost in the house. Which I don't think there is at all. Um, I've never really seen a ghost. I've had some weird shit happen. And I've seen some weird shit before. But I can't really put my finger and say definitively that was a ghost. What about you, Chris? Um, no, I personally do not have any memory of seeing any sort of ghostly um, apparitions or anything. Um, there is a story of, from a time before I can remember um where when my grandpa died supposedly we were all around his bed and uh i pointed out the window and said look mommy angels um but i don't remember this but you were a dumb kid though right so what about these stories <laughs> I don't that remember. you remember i don't know i was okay, pretty dumb so, i guess so can't even remember these stories that we hear that we do hear that are you know some of them are pretty convincing and like for example like real life stories of like the exorcism of Emily Rose and the tapes of like this woman speaking Arabic and how would she know Arabic? She lived in like a rural town and never studied the subject in her entire life, but she's speaking Arabic fluently. So, and like those stories that, that do happen or something flies across the room and you can't explain it. Like there's been videotapes of stuff like that. Just like there's been videotapes of aliens. So what do you say to stuff like that? Do you do you say it's a possibility, or do you just say bullshit to all of it? Well, it's it's a possibility. The likelihood of it is verging on zero percent, I would say. But it's it it's almost impossible to completely rule out. But I say the preponderance of evidence clearly comes down that there is no such thing as ghosts. I want ghosts to be real. I just don't think they are. So. so out of all of us, I think Chris is more religious. I think we've had this discussion before. So Chris, if you believe in God, do you have to believe in the devil? And if you believe in the devil, do you have to believe in demons? You're talking to the wrong person. He's not a very good Christian, though, even though he'll put a cross on his forehead on Ash Wednesday. <laughs> well, that's just virtue singling. No, it definitely is because you like took a picture and sent it to us. <laughs> And I'm like, Chris, you no, that's, you missed a spot when you, you took a specifically, shower. You have shit on your you forehead. You specifically were calling into question that I was – you started ranting about Catholics on Ash Wednesday. So I took a picture of my forehead to to show you that – Monica did that too, by the way. Because you were calling into question. Did Monica take pictures of herself and send it to people though? She sent them to me. She actually I, went to I, a V. Mine she went to was a Vietnamese provoked. Catholic church. Look at church. mine. You requested it. It wasn't. I didn't just send it to but, you like, "Hey guys, look at." Let's get back how to the question. Much I of a Christian I am. Can you have the devil without God? Because according to the Bible and according to Scripture, you can't. So I mean, no, I don't think you can have the devil without God. But I think you can have God without the devil. Whoa. Well, we I mean, just got yeah. super deep here. But like, how can you though? If so, here, how I don't understand how this works. So if you believe in God and you believe I in believe the, in God, but if you <laughs> and you believe in the God. Bible, how can you pick and choose what you believe? How is that fair to something that's infallible? Because if it's supposed to be infallible, how 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 well, is there maybe not that's demons? the part that you're picking not to believe in? 
what what's my point though? So if 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 of all the well, Bible's if you choose, if you pick non if you if you pick to discard infallibility, then picking and choosing becomes a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> this ghost situation has got really interesting. So um, there's so again so. I, I love ghosts, actually. I like the idea. I love anything scary. I'm down. Anything that's a little bit more adventurous as far as like the freaky, scary side. I love going to these haunted places. I've been to haunted hotels for my birthday. We went to... Uh, we traveled all the way to Milwaukee to go to haunted places. We went up to uh, Atchison on my birthday. We went and toured like, the graveyard and and all that stuff. I guess it's kind of a question on what's next and when, almost. You know, like, what's going to happen? I'm starting to realize that Chris and I never get invited out for your birthdays. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, he's, true. He's about, we do all this I stuff was, on my birthday, and I'm like, well, I've never... I've never been to Matt's birthday No, party. no, Matt does no. not invite us. Well, fuck um, you guys. Uh, but actually, so I went with my brother uh, uh-huh. for the Crescent Hotel, and then mm. last year, it wasn't even on my birthday, Monica took me for my birthday. We went to, because you were here for my birthday, actually. Um, was I here for your birthday? You were this year, actually. We had something at my house. You guys were all here. Did we? Yes. I don't remember this. Were you the big spoon or the little spoon? Um, just, <laughs> you were the big spoon that time. Ooh. That sounds like my regular nights. No, I don't. I don't. Pixar didn't happen. So, I, I just don't, I don't understand. I guess, it's 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 the same belief as you if you believe in aliens. Because they're both preponderous, I guess, because there's no evidence of either. There's ev- there's video evidence of well, way more likely to believe in aliens though. Well, really? but why? Well, it depends on what you mean by believe in aliens. Do you believe that extraterrestrial life exists? I mean, I think that's pretty hard to avoid. Do you believe that your consciousness statistically? So what is- do you believe? What do you what do you believe hap- happens with your consciousness once you die? Could it well, not? A, could it not reverberate around the earth? I mean, but it's the same. In the, no, in- I don't think it's the same at all because. Well, extraterrestrial life is not reliant on uh, afterlife existing. Maybe, but why is there an afterlife? I'm not ghosts, talking about an afterlife. I'm talking about yeah, consciousness ghosts itself. would require an afterlife. No, wouldn't maybe it? ghosts is like time. For example, yeah, a life after your. Okay, physical I've got to educate Chris here. Okay, that's what afterlife means. No, okay, for example, no, I'm, I'm going to explain to you. So right. calm down, Chris. So, why don't you drop your knowledge? You, so here's but, school me, but so. In the ghost, just in the ghost hunting world, what they what, so for example, if there's like a really bad murder, like the Valentine's Day massacre, for example, it they're saying that those murders they imprint themselves on time, so that it replays itself like a loop. That the, that's not an afterlife happening. That it's actually just that it's in, it's imprinted on time in that singular spot because something really terrific happened. Now that doesn't mean that there's an afterlife. Did that mean? Well, that, then that's not a ghost. That's what I'm saying. I'm not not everything is a ghost, but I'm saying that there are ghostly okay. things. Like yeah, supernatural. Okay. Exactly, supernatural. Right. That's, that's what I'm talking but about. But I don't think supernatural is the same as extraterrestrial either, though, because supernatural is like saying that there's things like that that happen in the universe that are not explainable by science. But an extraterrestrial is explainable by science. Would would zombies or the flat Earth be supernatural? Um, yes. In your well, or, well, maybe well, not the flat or we just zombies. don't understand the science to understand it yet. Right. Well, yeah, that's true as well. But is there mathematical equations? I, they do use like K two meters, and um, they use uh, they use well, electromagnetic I'll, I'll fields say this. To, I mean, to track ghosts too. Because for example, I think some supernatural stuff is yeah could be explained by 
scientific phenomenon that humans aren't capable of observing with our senses. You know, we can't see infrared and ultraviolet, but they are there. So, you know, radio frequency sees Wi-Fi. There's, there's all sorts of stuff around us constantly that we cannot observe because we're not evolved to observe them. So what's okay? So on that on that take, since we're talking about Earth, we're talked. We've talked about space. We've talked about zombies. We've talked about ghosts. So let's move to aliens. And I think it's a, it's a great segue. So if you if you talk about and Jesse and I were talking about this a little bit last time. We were talking about that uh, that Air Force pilot that saw the aliens. We've had a lot of re- recordings and video recordings throughout the years, especially since Roswell in the in the forties. That have proved that maybe something outside the Earth exists. Beyond all of that, what do you think, Chris, is as the chances of that being an actual probability? Probability. What do you mean by beyond all that probability? Beyond anything that we've experienced on this Earth, like without without firsthand experience of like Roswell and anything, what do you think the probability is that there is actually something inside the universe that that exists besides us? extremely high and what kind of form do you, do you think it's a human form do you think oh, that oh that wait, one wait. I, I couldn't begin to guess because i mean some people seem to think that um what is the term there's some sort of term like convergent evolution or something that says like intelligent life has to kind of take a humanoid form um to become intelligent i don't know that that's true i think that's a lack of imagination but that being said, I mean, there's really no evidence either way. The, so it could be that, yes, it is true. All That's like the, the the theory behind Star Trek. You know, all Star Trek aliens look like humans with makeup on, right? And the idea is that, well, that's the only way you get intelligent life is bipedal yeah. hands. Is that why you think that like some of like the, the Roswell stuff was um, like the gray head, the gray skins? I think it's what they call them. The gray skin, right. like with the bigger, bigger heads. It's com- yeah, still more I mean, humanoid. Yeah, that, that's, that one I think has more – those appearances have more to do with, um, you know, like what a person could – like so our imaginations than it has to do with – some somebody sitting down and calculating what an alien would look like like they're just it's us seeing something ephemeral that looks alien but um still recognizable there's there's stuff that examines um the origins of the classical alien look and i but i don't remember much of it (laughs) so i was watching just have you seen the movie the fourth kind it, mm, I've seen like Close Encounters of the Third I Kind. I don't know if I've seen Fourth Kind. The, the Fourth Kind has it's uh, about the story in Alaska, mm-hmm. and uh, we had talked a little bit about it last week. To where there's all these the this that small town has an an absorbent amount of actual abductions going on, mm-hmm. and um, a missing person, serial killers, and so my my thing is with that being said, how do you there's stuff that you can't explain, and that's always going to be the case with with everything. So, but it, can you take the unexplained and say and and make that into a math equation, saying okay, your probability of something being true is because you, you have a certain amount that can't be explained, or is it something that we're just not smart enough to explain yet? Both. I mean, yeah, it, you have the probability that 
or you have this a certain amount of unexplainable phenomenon, but um, the reasons for that unexplainable phenomenon, I think, always come down to we don't understand it yet. But but that could mean anything. That could be supernatural stuff, like but and we just don't understand it yet. Do you believe in mega structures? Mega structures. They were on Fox News, CNN, about those mega structures being the, built the, around the stars. Oh, um, possible mega structure that they that's weren't sure. A weird thing. Uh, I they, do. They, I I believe they're possible. Do I believe that specific um, oddity that they observed is a mega structure? Um, I was hopeful when it was first announced, but I was not expectant. Like I didn't think it probably was going to be that. And I know that. The more they observed it, the less likely it seemed that it was a megastructure, um, like a Dyson sphere con- being constructed or something. Um, I think, can't remember why they came to that conclusion. There was something they observed. That- so, Jesse, why have we not been back to the moon? It's been, what, 50 years? It's because we've never been there. We never made it to the moon. We made it up to uh, get the Russians to spend a bunch of money. And then we've kept this lie up to the whole world, and we just can't admit that we never actually went to the moon because it's part of our superiority. But I mean, wouldn't you think? Okay, so wouldn't Trump admit it? How how far is the moon? Trump, from, they would not tell Trump. Chris, how far is the moon from Earth? I mean, it's not far. Okay. It's about I a think month. it's a couple it, thousand miles. Right? In, in the movie Apollo thirteen, it took him about about a month to get there on space travel. I think it, I think that only took like a week. But I, I can look it up. But it's hundreds of thousands of miles. Right? It's, it's very far. You could fit, if you took all of the planets in the solar system and you put them um, edge to edge, you could fit them in between the Earth and the Moon. Not according to the Flat Earther series. Are you sure about that? I'm 100 billion percent positive. Really? Have you seen that? Uh, is that true? Google it. It's, I've never heard that before. That's it, awesome. That is true. And it's crazy. Dude, uh, I've shown this to you. I've shown this. Everybody I see, I always show this one space video. You sure about that? We yeah. can identify certain stars in the solar system already, which I think is pretty awesome. And it goes through. It starts where the it starts with Earth, right? And it goes up to like this. It actually starts with like the smaller planets, yeah. and it goes up through each planet. Oh, yeah. It shows you all the planet you get to sizes the biggest stars. to the biggest stars. Yeah. And it said like the biggest star that we know of. It would take a thousand years for a plane to fly around it. Yeah, that is that I've seen that Can video. You, it's how do you how do you put the, how do you imagine you that can't. in your mind? It's impossible. That's like Cthulhu level. <laughs> Could you abstraction? I'm seeing 280, sorry, 238,900 miles. Chris, what what were you Googling over there? Chris, Chris is trying to like prove like his theory on Gush wrong. He's like, he's going what mega depth I, over there. I don't know. So did I so, something? What I was I don't, giving you shit on your phone. Um, so it's, I mean, that's a lot, that's a lot of miles. He still. was texting Big Spoon. I, I didn't have a phone, <laughs> so that's why I'm confused. But if, okay, so. If you go through that aspect and you think that we get to the moon, right? Yeah. Why have why can't we go back? There's, have you seen that Nazi movie where those Nazis like the Nazis Iron Sky? The yeah. Nazis went to the moon. It's hilariously. You hard. were you were there with us that night, right? Yeah. On my birthday. Yeah. yeah. I, I did not see uh, that. You couldn't make it that night, but we we watched it with Brandon for his birthday. So the Nazis took over the moon. You weren't invited to his birthday, just like he wasn't invited to yours. Yeah. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> we don't have to discuss that. <laughs> so like. Uh, I think that's hilarious. But there's a there's got to be a reason why we have not been back to the moon. If we if we have been there before, and if there's there's new. I tell you a reason. It's I money. It, it was exciting. It's we still conquered exciting. that we beat the Soviet unions, uh, the Soviet Union there. We established our dominance, and then people are like, "Well, why do we need to keep funding this?" That was always the justification at the time. We got to beat the Soviets to it. Once we beat the Soviets, 
people were like, oh, well, there's nothing really up there. We're not going to be able to get any resources. It costs a lot of money. We could use that for, you know, things but here on Earth. War. But isn't, hasn't yeah, space... exactly. I think space is being, being reinvigorated as of late. Now I do, and I think, and we'll definitely... We have new goals. I, we're going to get to Mars. It's it's definitely going to happen unless we collapse. So but what, what will the flat earthers say? Crossed. So it's, when we do get to Mars, what's the argument going to be that it's CGI? Yeah. I mean, Well, I mean, we got to Mars now with rovers and stuff. I mean, I don't know what they're arguing. It'll be the same how argument come, they have for the rovers. How come we have no rovers on the moon, Chris? Oh, um, because we didn't have the technology for rovers back we when do we now. went to the moon. How can we have it sent rovers to the moon well, right now? Uh, I think... China or Russia did. I think China did. I'm, I don't know. I'm asking. China did send because that documentary was talking because about they how this and then. But um, I mean, do you think it's possible the moon is just a block of cheese? I've heard someone say that. That sounds like Homer Simpson would. I mean, it is. I've heard someone say that before. Like, <laughs> was I, it on? Was it on I can't, Simpsons? Movie? I can't remember now. I don't remember <laughs> where it was. From. Well, I mean, it, that was the there was like a childish. I remember that being a thing when I was a kid, like people saying that the moon was a chip block of cheese, but it probably is. I, I, I just find it fascinating that, you know, we, we've how we have all these technological advances and we have a lot of theories and, you know, we can, we can discuss cancer. We can discuss ghosts. We can discuss zombies yeah, and, right. and everything well, has a theory and the to it. The simple reason is right now, I mean, go out there and look, there's plenty of these criticisms flying around of like Elon Musk and everything. And people are like, you know, we have so much wrong here on Earth. Why are we wasting money sending stuff out into outer space? Let's fix Earth first before we start worrying about Mars and colonizing other planets. That is a very strong sentiment. And that is why we stopped going and why we haven't been back is because that sentiment became the, I've never the, heard that the dominant before. ideology for a while. I've heard dumb people say that before. But, so but, I've heard politicians. But how say can that. we? How can we advance? Republicans. How can humans advance? Here's the thing: is humans cannot advance if we don't advance technology. It's just not possible. And I and I heard this theory. Exactly. And I heard this theory that. Um, and I, I think that's kind of why I do believe in aliens because you look at the pyramids, for example. And <laughs> and but but how do the Mayans build a pyramid and that technology make it over to the Egyptians? They wouldn't have been able to travel to each other. I don't know. Maybe it's just that when you put things in a pile that come to a point at the top, it's the best way to keep them, make them not fall over. But, well, and how do you make it so possible. mathematically? But look at the mathematics it's behind. It's the most basic. But look at um, look at the temples of Geisha, though. Look at look the temples at of Geisha. Why are all mountains triangle shaped? Not, but not true. Aliens. Though. No, but okay. <laughs> See, the, I like only that. certain <laughs> mountains are triangle shaped. Chris. <laughs> yes, there's are there. All, not all mountains are the same. There's Mount Sunflower in Kansas, and that's not a goddamn mountain. Okay, no, yeah, that's like a it's piece a rock. of paper. It's it's a piece that's of rock with a fence around it. Got a little dimple in the middle. So, but, but here's the thing that um that that I do like. So, but you look at the hieroglyphics and you look at the paint drawings and on the walls and the temples. But look at look at the but beyond all that, the mathematics that those tribes had. Like, cause uh, for our honeymoon, Monica and I went to uh, Chichen Itza and. They were discussing uh, during the tour that throughout certain times throughout the year, especially during like an eclipse, that the sun will hit the, the pyramid perfectly and it would cast a shadow of a rattlesnake onto the ground and it would move. 
mm-hmm. because they mathematically positioned it correctly within the right. celestial with with all the stars. And yeah. I think that's that's impressive. And then the Egyptians did the same exact thing with the temples of Giza. It's not the same. They did not do the same exact thing. Well, I'm talking about they positioned off right. of space. Yeah, they did position it off with of the, space. So I, yeah, I, and Stonehenge is also aligned with the the, the solstices or whatever. But um, aliens, Chris. <laughs> Haven't you seen or, X-Files? you know, look, you know, people talk about the mathematical precision with which the blocks fit together. How could, well, it's quite simple. Um, look at a handmade uh, rocking chair. Chris was a feral and back how well day. you can, if when you are sitting there and you're sanding the wood yourself, you can make it fit together with far greater um, uh, tightness or whatever than, than, uh, a a factory that just produces a million uh, rocking chairs a year because they're when you're doing it by hand, our our brain is a lot better at doing all these um, intuitive calculations. So so what they did is they take the stones and they would carve them to fit each other. That's why they fit together. So these are these are like ten ton stones. That's why it makes more sense if they carved them to fit each other. Than that they carved them over here perfectly and so moved them all the way over there and they just fit right away. I no. watched a, I watched a documentary on the probabilities of them actually being able to build the pyramids. For them to get the stones like down the river and off the boats to the ramp, up the ramp, pulling the stones with people, and then the, to actually say that these these slaves actually existed. They're trying to find proof that there these there were all these cities to actually house the slaves, and the the proof just isn't there anymore. I mean, I they, they, they the found some slavery part was debunked, and they they found some stuff. Well, the slavery part is debunked because they found like how they found some cities, and they found like pottery, and like there was like a and there, the theory that the theory of the temples of Giza is that there was an actual city that sat like towards like the river. And that's where a lot of the people stayed and they, they habitated. And um, it was an honor to kind of work on those pyramids. And even before he got out to the pyramids, it was that, that area was beautiful. Well, but, I have my own ideas on all this stuff, but what do you, you guys th- have already I, heard it a hundred times. No, I want to hear it. No, I, I think the reason, and I want to say the Egyptians even referred to themselves as this, but they were like a, a legacy civilization. Like there was a more advanced civilization that, that led into the Egyptians. That's what I think happened. Is that the the timeline is screwed up? There were other there was other major civilizations before that that they didn't you know the Egyptians didn't just come up with all this. I mean don't you think, don't you find it odd that especially all these like the uh, the pyramids and most of their great structures all happened in like the earliest period? What you does, know what is it? The old kingdom is that what they call it? Yep. Um, but is it weird? I, I find what it very history. Odd. Does history ever act like that? Don't we have history books that we learn from, like calculus books one, two, three that we learn from throughout the history of time? We can't, we we constantly build. No, but but yeah, we constantly build and then lose. I mean, like What's especially fun? especially in a time period where you would have had major upheavals of you know of uh, you know from the ice age to the end of the ice age, and a lot of people would have lived next to the sea, so. You know, waterways, they would have been killed or their, their civilizations would have been destroyed. Then what, what, Chris? Yeah, I see you're getting out like antsy over here. The, I mean, the water levels went, they went up 400 feet. Imagine that. Like, I mean, imagine how things would, how quickly things would degrade. 
Go ahead, say, say I something. I think there's, 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 there's Chris has be, a lot to say. Oh, Chris there, thinks I'm just talking cockamamie. And I, I want to hear Chris say this it. because my here's my I question. And I, I'm gonna let Chris lead in with this. Fuck so, <laughs> there's got to be ancient civilizations that we don't know about that have that there were that were precedents for what we consider ancient civilizations to be. Because I just can't believe that again that you had Mayans building the same type of structures as Egyptians. And I get what Chris is saying, like his fundamental belief about it. But the but the mathematics behind it. I don't think the Mayan part just, is as crazy because the Mayans. I mean, you're talking about from, from when the first pyramids were were built to when the Mayans built them. That's almost four thousand years. I mean, it's because the Mayans did it what eight hundred, you know, something like that. Uh, the Mayans were uh, were uh, I, were one thousand uh, BC. No, I don't, no, that's I'm not. Just, that's I'm not just joking. Right. I think I want to say it's eight hundred. I get um, that, but but still, ish. but we didn't. But they wouldn't never. They never would have known each other. Four thousand years or one one year, they would never yeah, have known I each mean, other. But that stories, information wouldn't have traveled. Uh, you're like no like internet. assuming assuming the Egyptians were the first to build pyramids, right? Like I mean, because it, it all depends on when people were kind of. I'm think saying ideas, they were. Like Chris is like getting all weird over here. I'm just saying ideas would get would get pushed out. You know, like that's what I'm here. saying though. I'm saying that there was technology back then Chris, that we don't that we don't know Give about. Us, shine some light on all this stuff. For Let's us. go, Chris. Well, you guys are throwing up a lot of. Uh, it's drama. Don't here. don't say that it's pseudo history. It's not no, pseudo history. <laughs> well, I mean, it's speculative history. Uh, speculative, yeah. Speculative um, history. Are there? I think it's pretty likely. Yeah, that there's civilizations, depending on how you define that term, that existed probably before Groups Egypt, or at the same time as Egypt, or even after Egypt, that we don't know about for reason for various reasons. I mean, there's. You know the for reasons unknown. Atlantis. <laughs> that's, what saying, that's what they say in Alien. Right. Not for reasons unknown. <laughs> but but I like Chris has in been terms abducted. of pyramids. You go into um, farther back before big pyramids. You have these um, in the Sudan. There are these uh, like these much smaller pyramids. They're kind of like predecessor pyramids to the. They're and flat. You can, though. What do you mean they're flat? They're built flat. Like stepping stones. You mean like a stepped pyramid? Yeah, yes. but that's exactly the, the the pyramids are built that way too. The the pyramids of Egypt, they just uh, have a veneer, a limestone veneer that gives them that smooth flat. That'd have been so beautiful. Edge. Yeah, and actually these and that, that pyramids kind of, that I'm talking about in the Sudan also have that. Some of them still have that on there. Most of them have lost it though, um, and that, and so they're talking about how that was a that that's where it came from and the idea the thing is it's just that the egyptians had managed to put pull together a civilization that had so much extra resources they're like let's build the biggest baddest pyramid ever and a lot of the idea is that in those primitive civilizations in in, in regards to the question of why haven't we built anything this big since um is that we didn't ask that well, question Jesse did bring it up to an extent like why are all the yes. pyramids in the earliest civilizations? Someone said yeah, that. I, I said oh, that. Yeah, but that was like in, in well, their in their stuff. Not I'm ours. just addressing that. Yeah, the keep going. I'll so finish, I don't... because, like, well, first of all, think of it this way: since the pyramids, what civilization would have even let themselves would have given up, considered an honor to do that grueling work to pull all those blocks together to build a giant pyramid, like? We, what's the justification for it? What, how do you get people to agree to do that stuff? In those more primitive civilizations, you're going to have more primitive beliefs. They're going to be more supernatural. And and, um, 
And so like you get well, into Christianity and stuff and people are having more concern about the material world, even in Christianity there, that's very much about the afterlife and everything. They're going to say, well, what's the justification in building a pyramid when you have all these people suffering? And I mean, they still built cathedrals and everything. And that required a lot of manpower. God but has pyramids built a required lot of much structures. more. But pyramids would require way more manpower than cathedrals would have. Secondly, they're in a way, even though they've they're they're more crude. They are more crude than a cathedral. They they require less um, technical knowledge in a way. Or, that's not the right term, but like you know, to be able to build a flying buttress that holds up a wall of a cathedral requires more expertise and more knowledge than being able to build a pyramid. That isn't to deny the mathematical brilliance of the pyramids. They obviously have extreme precision and and um, uh, strong mathematics behind them. I'm just saying there's more complexity in building a cathedral than building a pyramid. That's not true. It is so, true. It is absolutely true. So Go out into your backyard, build a pyramid, build a cathedral, see which one is sturdier. Do you, do, here's, a, here's a problem with that. So they talked about the size and scale of the pyramid in, in Egypt, right? And they were talking in, the, in ancient. I was looking at ancient aliens. It was a you. You can watch a documentary. I've seen. I've seen ancient aliens. Well, that's a matter of brute force. That's not and a so, matter of no, hold on, one structural second. integrity. And so what they're talking about the mathematics and on behind of getting the pyramid straight at that size. And they're saying it. You have to be to be able to do it at that time period. And to they say it would take machines for us to do that today. It would be able to take. It would be almost impossible because look at look at a house. You can't even build the wall straight. Cathedral walls aren't straight. And to, for them to build that straight like they did, it's mathematically completely precise. And they're saying that we couldn't even do that today. And that's the question on ancient aliens. Well, see, I disagree with that. That's just some – we could do it today. Um, it's, that's, it's, that's ridiculous. We absolutely could do it today. It's just why would we? But what they're saying is that at that time period, to be able to to get it that precise. No, it means that they they had a level of sophistication that we didn't alien sophistication. We didn't think they had that we that we undersold earlier civilizations because they came before and us. I like playing devil's advocate, but I'm just saying like it, it makes sense in the in the when we're talking about aliens. Well, it makes sense that if you watch the documentary and you watch like the stuff they go through, that, I like the uh, theory. Yeah, sure. They put out. Well, I mean, yeah, it's possible that aliens came and fostered life on earth in some fashion or another intelligent life civilizations that yeah that's possible um i just consider it unlikely because they didn't leave behind that advanced technology there even in the most if we just accept everything ancient alien theories say they all they left behind were structures that were created with advanced technology but they don't show there's nothing and advanced te- something of advanced technology would last. There'd be plastics, you would think, or some sort of advanced metal that we can't make somewhere that stands the test of time. Right. What about what about some. But that's what Jesse was saying. He's saying that if you look at the Egyptians early in their civilizations, they're building these pyramids. And if you look at the history over time is we don't really like metal, mining metal, forming metal, forming guns, forming buildings. Like this stuff has been passed down from time to time to time. So how do you not how do you not know that's just not something from an ancient place that we're just kind of rediscovering? You don't well we, we can't we kind of do know that. Well some 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 of the stuff we can know. For, we can know that plastic wasn't a big thing 
until now because it is an unnatural element. If there was, and it lasts for a long time, if people were producing plastic prior to the Industrial Revolution, um, we would know about it. Secondly, yeah, Industrial Revolution, we know that people weren't uh, mining fossil fuels um, prior to um, the Industrial Revolution. That's because, because that's because they had alien technology that they didn't need our our primitive uh, right. ways so where, of fossil That's fuels. what I'm saying. Where is that alien technology? It left. <laughs> right. There's nothing. All the behind. processes were done on the actual ship, I think. And then the ship left. The ship left the pyramid. Like that's why it's so precise. Because like they they formed the the pyramid on the ship. Was, and they just yeah. set it down. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, it was basically a giant 3D printer. But way back in the day, yeah. like that's where you get three D printing technology. <laughs> it's a block. Yeah, yeah. What, so they were like, "Oh fuck, which one do we use?" And they're like, "Well, just use the pyramid one. These people are stupid anyway." So they brought it here, and then they took it back, and that's eventually we found a piece of it, and that's why we have three D printers today. <laughs> no, I mean it's. You think that's a possibility? I don't think that there was a significantly more advanced civilization prior to Egypt because I feel like. That would be I obvious. Think we've talked, However, I, think, I will say it's possible. Yes, that is possible. I think we've it's talked not, Chris out of believing in aliens. I believe in aliens. <laughs> I don't believe necessarily they've visited the Earth. or And I would say I, that don't believe is a is strong for what I, my so, thoughts on it. I just don't think there's very convincing evidence. How do you that explain those happened. videos that were released? Just like, what was that, two weeks ago? I haven't seen it. It was a few months ago. You, but, you didn't watch us? But those they're, they're Air Force pretty, pilots? They are pretty serious. They're pretty serious. And it's from, like, it's from the United States Air Force. It's not bullshit. Yeah. It is from, yeah. There was a United States Air Force pilot. Hell, it was even on Tucker Carlson. Like, and that's that's a legit show, Chris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a legit show. That's Fox No, Strong, it was. It, I mean, really, I was really I'm, I'm actually being serious. You said Tucker Carlson. I'm so. actually being serious. So the video is, is pretty... Yeah, serious and the people that are doing it because well here's here's the other thing because you guys all just started dogging on me from the very beginning on this you guys never let me talk about it share my backstory here's the thing i want to believe i'm an (laughs) x-file dude i i want to believe and as a kid i did believe we should hold it we should hold a seance to see if we can get chris abducted i believed in (laughs) extraterrestrials and that they visited and abductions, you know, like, and people who dismissed all these abduction stories, they were ridiculous. I'm so confused right now because just a minute ago, I, Chris, I love you so much, but I'm so confused. So you do believe there's abductions? No, I did believe oh, when, did. as a kid. Okay, okay. I, I, I want that. to believe in aliens making constant contact with humans. But as I got older, as I examined all this stuff more, as I learned more about human psychology and how traumatic events can warp humans memories of of what happened i i lost the faith i there's just the evidence is not there for it so chris how do we get the faith back that's what that's what give i want me to know. some good at solid evidence maybe this video is it maybe maybe that's my faith restoration i mean so i like i like it so i'll what i love about this podcast is that we get to explore and stuff like, you know, we get to explore zombies and we get to explore flat earth bullshit and ghosts and and aliens. But being human to me is being able to explore those things. I mean, that that is the essence of why I believe that 
you have to have some kind of higher power or something that we can't explain or that that explains that there's some more symbionts to life than just this because we get to question and we get to ask why and i break shit all the time that was an interesting segue what do you think it means to be human jesse I think is that our next topic? Well, no, that's what Jesse, Matt Jesse just gave his thoughts on. No, it. but I'm just saying Jesse Jesse doesn't Jesse believes being human is being the big spoon. No, I'm yeah, I'm the big spoon. Um and I'm a spooner. I'm just saying that if you think about all the theories that are out there and the supernatural phenomenon that happens, there's so much unexplained shit that happens today that basically you just can't brush it off. I think Right, but also for all those stories, you get stories like this. Like there's these, uh, I don't remember the name of the place. It's somewhere in like New Mexico, Arizona, but um, this desert area, there's like a little scenic overlook. And these, every now and then, you could see these dancing, glowing lights out in the desert. And science could not explain it no one could explain it people came and they had clear video evidence of these lights and people went around that they tried to get they tried to find the lights um but nothing for like 40 years it was just this local phenomenon that was unexplainable by science you go out in the desert and you'd see these lights in the sky and out in the desert and eventually someone came along and they realized something that like seven miles away, there was a highway and all these dancing lights were just car headlights. Those people are morons. No, no. There's a reason is because of atmospheric conditions. We'll come back to that guy. Um, It caused the lights to look and behave in odd ways and they didn't you couldn't always see them so it wasn't like this so there's reasons significant reasons that it wasn't immediately apparent but i'm just saying or okay here here's another one um the rocks that i don't remember the name of this place either but there's this place this desert area and you can go there um and it's just flat and then there, there's all these rocks scattered across it. And then you'll come back the next morning and the rocks will all have moved by themselves. You'll see the drag marks. Um, and no one could explain how these rocks are moving. Well, what, what it was, it, it just had to do with, with um, some rain falling and then temperatures dropping in such a way that it would create this thin layer of ice, which would allow the rocks to slide with the wind. And... And it, but it would, it, it, so there is a scientific explanation for it. It just took us a while to figure it out. And so I, I, that's what I feel like most of these things probably are. And none of them have been so, so overwhelmingly you, bizarre that I'm like, oh, that could not possibly be explained by science. That's, then that's where I, that's why I fall where I do. So how do you explain hearing a voice on a digital recorder answering a specific question that's intelligent. The same way I explain how people can see conspiracy theories everywhere they look. Um, we humans are very good at pattern recognition. And so we will create meaning out of nothing. You play some static and we'll find something in there to latch onto and assign meaning to. This is exactly why we can't tell humans that the earth is flat. Because once there's... 
once there's a recognition that we can't go above the dome, it'll be all havoc on Earth. You know what I'm saying, Jesse? Oh, it, yes. That's why why the conspiracy exists. Yes, we got to keep um, keep the population. That's what the they're saying. The government's alive. intentionally hiding the flat Earth from us because we can't handle the truth. And I think a lot of these supernaturals, like we can't handle it. We can't handle the truth about aliens. We can't handle the truth about ghosts. We can't handle the truth about God or any of this. I mean, yep. it's like we're we're considered to be dumb but smart. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We seem to handle the. Well, to hear them tell it, then that we've been moving away from the truth as we advance in science. I mean, idiocracy. <laughs> well, it's a, if the flat Earth is true, then that means there's been like solid uh, five hundred years of us moving away from what we had the truth, and we moved away from it towards a spherical worldview actually go back to ancient greeks for Jesse? That, so a thousand years what's up years. do you believe that they're intentionally holding stuff from us and that our good old creator lord almighty savior dt president donald trump is gonna explain everything to us no he will, he will not know those secrets are kept tight of course they hide all kinds of shit from us that's what they do i mean you don't want to cause mass you know what mass camp panic. are you in are you in the that there's a. I'm in the Trump 2020 camp. <laughs> I know that. Um, but are you in the extraterrestrial camp to where there's been landings on Earth, there's been sightings that it's being kept secret from us? Are you in that camp? Are you in the I don't really know, but there could potentially be life out there camp? The the problem with that is, I don't know, and I I don't have great knowledge of this. Chris is smirking at you. He's waiting. For yeah, the no, he's he's he wants to he wants to talk a bunch of shit on me because my. My science knowledge isn't where his science, you know, like this is where he acts really manly and puffs out his chest because he has so, oh, science is within his he just, veins. He just doesn't remember the places. He knows, yeah. he knows the actualities of the things happening. Science me no. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, sure. Do I think there's uh, intelligent life out there? Yes, I do. Do I think they've made it this far? I mean, they must have some fucking serious technology if they do. I do think the the idea is cool. I like the idea, like, uh, in terms of, you know, that we have some lost tribes, like in the Amazon rainforest. And every once in a while, we keep track of them just to see if they're still there. And they, once in a while, they see a chopper and they'll throw some sticks at, you know, some spears at it or something, right? We were looking at this so, up last week, right? Uh, yeah. And we, we talked about that a little bit, I think. I just love the idea that maybe, you know, aliens are doing the same thing to us. Like, and we're just, <laughs> we're just not at the point of like getting, taking that next step. So it's like, they're still kind of, oh, you know, we're just kind of letting them, letting them be, letting them figure shit out until like something finally happens that brings us into the fold where we're finally brought in on the whole, hey, <laughs> there's a whole fucking intergalactic everything out here. We didn't want to bring you guys up too fast. So we were trying to let you just evolve there. So on that point, what I, I'm always curious about this. <clears throat> they Have you always heard that theory that the technology that we have now in our hands, that we're looking at this computer is 10 years behind what the government actually has? That's, you mean like that always that goofy saying that, well, uh, you know, Hollywood is 10 years behind the government. Well, <laughs> yeah, you see a sci-fi movie and you're like... I don't know about this. Well, yeah, because that wouldn't be true. Because if you looked at some of those movies from the '80s that had like flying plane, like Fifth Element or some shit like that from the Fifth Element in the '90s, but if you look at those movies, I mean, obviously that's light years ahead of us. But I'm just saying, like for example, like this computer will be in front, be holographic in front of me in ten years. You know, like they're already trying to. to uh, Apple's working on a thing right now to do a holographic keyboard on some of their iPhones. 
they're working on that. So my point is, do you believe that with that being said, that there's technology that we do have that we're not utilizing? One, because it would cost too much money or two, because we couldn't get the funding for it or three, that uh, we're not ready to use it yet. What do you think, Chris? Are we, re- re- are we reverse engineering alien technology? Well, you just asked two different questions because I was about to just say yes to your first question. Just say yes. But to are we reverse engineering alien technology? My best guess would be no. Great answer. Thank you. What was your other answer going to be? Yes. That was it? There was no explanation? <laughs> no, he's asked, he's asked asking if the government had a bunch of technology that we weren't utilizing, et cetera, et cetera. Held back. It makes um, sense, advanced. though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, sure. I bet they, there is. They come out with an for, iPhone for every million year. different reasons. But I, I don't think that's the technology that they're I know, not I get that. Using. But Jesse, I just, I just proved your point. It could be the Jesse, iPhone card. I, just proved, I bet that's what they have. I just proved your point. So, you know how they come out with an iPhone every year? They're not just, they're not developing it right now for next year. They've already fucking had it developed. They're just waiting to release it, right? Just like if your writer has written a book. They've already they've already had that idea going. So the Egyptians so, didn't just develop the pyramid. They already had the pyramids in mind and developed from space. They were just waiting for the delivery to get to Earth. Yeah, I think that's probably true. It got held up in orbit. You know, customs in orbit's a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it, it can be, I think. I've seen that in it's, movies. It's a liberal fucking agenda that we have to abide by because there's like this uh, socialism in, in space where all the all the materials are equal. And it takes a long time for shit to get to Earth. No, I, I don't think we're going to run into socialism when we run into like intergalactic <laughs> shit. I don't... I think it's going to be more dictatorial or you know dic- dictatorships kind of thing. <laughs> you don't think a- you don't think alien beings are social? They, they, uh, well, because we always we always dictatorships depict, and socialism are not mutually exclusive. But we always we always depict aliens as like told, uh, like they're annihilators. They're like mean, aggressive. You know, we never really depict them as like we pick them as like a conquering force. Most most in most cases. Well, that's because that's a more uh, riveting story to tell. Look at Star Wars, Chris. Even Star Wars is the same way. Not really. The Empire destroyed planets. Yeah, but the planets already knew about the Empire. There wasn't first contact. Not all planets knew about the Empire. There was there was places that didn't know that they would explore. Okay, Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, well, what about it? That's, they still that's went to planets and they were peaceful. still killing beings. And not, not really. The aliens? What? Yeah, that was the whole point of like the last Star Trek movie, the newest one. Is, oh, I haven't seen that one. And it's like they. I don't know if that's the, considered Star Trek. What's by the, Star Trek? Okay, things. Chris knows way more about Star Trek than I do, Jesse. And we were talking about like doing a podcast what? just on Star Trek, but like I don't know enough really to talk about it. But what's the what is what's the what's the Star Trek actually called? Like the the human civilization, the Federation, the Federation. Okay, so the Federation. It's not just humans, though. Well, I I get that, but the Federation. so the, the Earth. Why? Why are we always fighting Chris on his battlefields? Like we should, well, yeah, we should have him come to our battlefields because it's like I don't know this as much about Chris. You know, you know Jesse, that Chris knows. I don't bring the subject. Because and then Chris just gets to sit back there like, mm, okay. yes. So we get okay, Chris. Reality, Chris. Reality. I'm just joking. Yeah. But no, um, and Ryan, he was doing hand movements for an audio format show. So I'm talking to you guys. You're right in front of me. <laughs> No, I'm not. But no, I just I I believe that if you look at it, uh, when it's all said and done, that there has to be some kind of 
there, there there's technology that's there that we just don't learn overnight. And I believe that that's been the case since the history of the world. Since mankind has been has existed, we just we don't come from nothing. And we and like the whole like oh with a match and oh we we invented a wheel all of a sudden we can use wheels. I don't really believe that. Well, okay, pause that right there. So my question is, all right, let's say I'll, I'll grant you that we didn't do that, but who did? Someone had to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, so I mean, they in there. You go back into their prehistory. Their ancestors did the match and the wheel and something can't something can't come from nothing. I know that's what I'm saying, but. But why did why did why did Egyptians so draw saying, aliens on their walls? So if it's possible for aliens to do it, why is it so impossible for us to do it? Well, but why did why did Egyptians draw alien craft on their walls? Did they? Yes, there's there's actually drawings of spaceships in inside spaceships. the pyramids. Yeah, like the little, I can't remember those ones fake. You know those are <laughs> spaceships. Yes. How do you know they're spaceships? Oh, are you an expert in hieroglyphics? I am expert, actually. <laughs> didn't, you didn't know I studied hieroglyphics at Benedictine for no, years. I, I didn't know that you. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's a secret passion of mine. Yeah, <laughs> You've, very secret. You kept you, it well hidden. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Like the the no, actually, no. the drawings. <laughs> I've no, I've heard about them. I th- I thought they were cockamamie stuff, though. Like I thought they were conspiracy theorist bullshit. Okay, so one of the co- one of the, the the coolest drawing that I saw. Um, so we went and saw King Tut's uh, all the King Tut stuff down in that the uh, Union Station in Kansas City. They they brought they shipped a bunch of King Tut's funeral stuff here and a bunch of like his uh, the hieroglyphics and stuff inside his like tomb the replicas. And some of them were. No, I'm just joking. Um, but the cool thing was they the Egyptians actually invented a light bulb and they used oils to do it. And it's it's super fucking cool because there's no way they could actually go inside the actual pyramid and see. It would be impossible. And are, are you talking about the conspiracy theory that the that the pyramids were actually energy sources and could run lights? No, no, not at all. I'm actually talking, there's actually there's a conspiracy yeah, theory about that one. I'm so actually talking I, I about actually So here it is, right here. So this light bulb actually you can physically in today's society create that light bulb and it actually works with science it's oh this is it, a light bulb it looks like it looks like the guy's holding like an upside down obelisk and it, he's dropping it's it on really, people it's really it's crazy but they <laughs> it looks so, like, it's like bam yeah, bam so they use like uh i don't know they about use that. they use like oils and something and it produces light like a light bulb and they cuz they would get so far down in these pyramids they couldn't see yeah i've and, heard stuff about this before and it's it's actually super fascinating, and you can actually reproduce those uh, those those actual light bulbs. So, what I'm saying is, do they just come up with that overnight? Like, there has to be a precedent of technology for that, and that's what you were getting at. Seems like they should just be using torches, but I mean, hey, to each their own. But it, look on the look on the walls; those those are inside, like the temples of Giza, like the drawings on inside the walls. And so, how do you do a drawing by torchlight? You know, it's it's. My guess would be is you only built so much of the pyramid first, and then while the sun is still shining down on you, <laughs> you etch it all in, and then you complete the pyramid, and then you and then people ask this question: How did you guys so do that? Did you did you hear about the room they just found <laughs> uh, in Chichen Itza? They found a room they've never found before inside the, the temple, and uh, that's a bunch of crystal skulls in it. They actually, they actually, it's crazy That's because a Indiana one, Jones reference. I know, whatever. That <laughs> movie sucked. So they actually, uh, the government um, will not allow them to go into that room. They won't allow them to, for some reason, like uh, 
they don't know if it's going to affect the the integrity of the structure yet so they haven't approved anybody to go in there and um it's fascinating that they found these pockets so even with knowing about that pyramid for for thousands of years you know and we know about that pyramid all of a sudden it's like well hey there's a room that we never knew existed it seems to be a common, a pretty common theme though because i'm hearing all it's always the same thing i like i, I read like uh, oh we found this new dinosaur in this one place that we've been excavating for 50 years and we just happen to you know or you know or or a room in a building or something like that but usually it doesn't lead to anything sadly i'm not saying it's going to but i want it to but i do too and i want there to be you know, and it's like a scroll of Jesus. And, and, and can you imagine if there was a scroll of the Bible in the Mayan temple? I mean, what would that tell you? I mean, that'd be, that'd be, there'd be no way that'd be possible. Unless it was planted there. Yeah. <laughs> and they heard this podcast. Well, isn't that what the Church of Latter-day Saints is all about? Who are they, Chris? Jesus came to <laughs> the Americas. You're going to have to speak louder, Chris. You're talking about, what's his name, Smith? Uh... No, 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 no. So, right here, Chris, look at that. That is a spacecraft drawn into an Egyptian temple wall. Maybe. Is that one real? Yes, this is real. And um, and this is on Ancient Aliens, too. They're saying that's a helicopter. And so... Maybe. So, back to what you're talking about. And and civilizations that may have existed before us, like something, a catastrophic event may have happened to where... There was some knowledge preserved, but not every knowledge. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, sure. Like, in theory, yeah, if there was a major civilization, but everything just fucking completely fell apart. Okay, yeah, you'd, you'd lose a ton. Um, you'd lose so much. But I, I don't think there could have been any civilization that, that would have been, you know, that far advanced. I think I think they were probably were, I, I'm guessing that this other, potentially even Atlantis, right, was more it was was more technologically advanced than... The old period in Egypt, not necessarily where Egypt made it to. Um, but how do but, you uh, draw that? Well, who knows? That could. Who, could I don't know. Them. I don't know what would be in their world that they'd be trying to mimic. You know, some type of a bird, some type of a flying object, some type of a light in the sky. But but look at um, that. But look at that right there. That's what I'm I mean. Hell, about. but this this other one could be a cruise ship. So I mean, I <laughs> you know, like I think I've seen that. Well, boat that before. would make sense though, because they would have boats back then. Could be a tank. Yeah, it could be a tank. It could be a lot of things. Um, so I, I don't know about just to, I, yeah. I think I think it goes back to Chris and, and pattern recognition stuff. Like you know, we, we see something that ancient people did, and we're like, oh my gosh, is this modern? And then it happens to be this really simple thing that they just did every day in, in their old civilization. We have no clue about it. I don't know. There's um getting to your point about Atlantis, and I don't know if you read that story that Brant sent by Orson Scott Card. But he did a little short story, or mm. it came, it's an excerpt from a book or something. But it's about, it's called, titled Atlantis. And it's um, basically like there's this, they develop this technology that allows them to look, like just observe any point in history. Like they can travel through time, basically. And um, essentially, this guy just had this firm he he was studying like rainfall patterns um to, to observe the red sea um it's prior to its formation and um anyway it was just this really great idea about how they're where the um dead sea is didn't used to be 
that it used to be um or not not the Dead Sea, sorry, the Red Sea. They used to be closed off from the uh the rest of the oceans. And so there was a lot of land that got covered um in a flood when uh, the the bar- the land bar- barrier got destroyed and and there was a um civilization an Atlantis civilization and it's kind of the proto civilization that um that gave that kind of formed the concept of civilization for all other civilizations to kind of copy now in that one they weren't really that much more advanced than they weren't even they weren't that advanced it was kind of um they they had wooden stru- they're all wooden structures and everything but they they went with the the tides of the floods and everything but um because it flooded a lot they had these ships they made that they would store their seeds in for the next year to survive the flood seed ships and and that kind of, and then this one character the noah character went off and observed on this spiritual adventure and then saw where the sea was possibly about to break through and he just made these connections that it would endanger the Atlantic civilizations. So he went back and he tried to get everyone to build, to leave and no one would leave. So you're talking he, about, you're talking about Gilgamesh. Both. both. Okay. It's, it's like a proto, it's a proto civilization yeah. story. And so it's like, so the, in his story, Orson Scott Card's story, he's combining Gilgamesh with Noah. Like, and he's saying, this is gave birth to both, all of these concepts, this one story. And it's, Pretty interesting. It's a it's a it's a pretty believable way of yeah. that it could have happened, and we wouldn't have any evidence have you ever, of it. Have you ever seen the, the show? Stories. Have you seen the show Bullshit with Penn and Teller? Yep. No. So it's 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 fucking great. And actually, the Sea of Reeds. They talk about how the king rode his boat down the Sea of Reeds because it flooded. So he put as much shit on one boat as possible, and he rode down the Nile, pretty much, um, or the Sea of Reeds to the Nile, and. Um, Mesopotamia and that whole area is is prone to flooding, obviously. Obviously, and so I, I agree. I mean, that's that's totally plausible. But I mean, I I guess my biggest thing is I want to believe in ghosts. I want to believe in in the afterlife, and I want to believe in aliens. And necessarily, don't don't want to believe in zombies because that would kind of suck. Because then there would be no Burger King, McDonald's, or you know Xbox or podcast but or, zombie burger would still exist we could roast some zombies I'm, I'm i'm not sure what they would taste like but we could do that well, i don't know i'm walking dead if you eat zombies you become a zombie really yeah they remember they well i guess it wasn't a zombie that they ate but they ate a guy that was infected i don't think they became a zombie did no they? yeah i remember that black guy i don't remember his name so sorry but <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, he, I you're talking about. Yeah, they were there. It was uh, the 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 sanctuary. What, no, what was that place called? It um, was uh, with the, with an a. Terminus, terminus. Terminus. It was terminus. The, yeah. the terminus season. They're on their way there. They get like attacked by this one splint scout group of them or something, and they take them off and they they capture this guy and he had been bit like a couple episodes earlier and he knew but he hadn't told anyone. So anyway, he. Basically, they they cut off his leg. Yeah, and they eat it. Yeah, and he and he's, he's laughing. like laughing the whole time because he just infected them all. Okay, I didn't really, I didn't really remember that well, one. I didn't see there that was episode. well, there was another one where Rick was uh, feeding zombies to those pigs. 
like he infected those pigs. And I can't remember exactly what he did with them. I can't remember if he sold those pigs or gave those pigs to some group. I, I can't remember exactly probably, what happened. He probably gave them to Nia. Uh... No, I think it was before Negan, though. But it was... Shit, I can't, I can't remember. But, no, I mean, that makes sense. All right, we need to wrap it up. But I'm excited. You know, I, I, like, I like to talk about this stuff. Um, next week, Chris and I are going to talk about the... Uh, Bill Pullman's new book out that's coming out and his original trilogy of the Dark Materials. That's the Golden Compass, Amber Spyglass, and the Subtle Knife. And uh, mm-hmm. what's that new book called, Chris, that he just put out? Bella Savage or something Savage. like that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's called the Dark. It's called um, the Book of Dust. And yeah, it's a new trilogy name. Yeah. I'm, 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 in, I'm at seventeen chapter twenty chapter twenty seven actually. So. I haven't started that, so I'll be behind, but. It's a great series, and we'll have a lot to talk about, including what our demons would be. Yep. Jesse's demon would be a pig. <laughs> Is that what you guys are talking about having those... Because you guys had those two pussy animals? What was... What was that? No, was that those were Patronuses. And I still can't, we still can't figure that out. Okay. Like, I'm a pheasant. Nah, I don't, pheasant, I don't, I don't which, understand which is that. totally and you. I'm a beagle. Yeah, that's totally I could totally see Chris being a beagle. You guys are pheasants and beagles. Monica got a pony. <laughs> That makes sense. That I makes actually a lot do believe. I do believe the system actually. Yeah. Well, we'll Jesse, have to have Jesse take it for the next. Jesse's going to be crumbs strong in his castle. Whether he comes or not. Yeah. We need to have uh, Zach oh. on here too sometime. Yep. He sounds like he'd be fun to talk about. Which this is a good opportunity for a plug to get all of our listeners over to Round Earther Society. I hope both of you guys join us at Round Earther Society. I'm just fucking with you. Um, with you. It's a secondly, uh, Ready Player One comes out on Thursday. I want to go see it this weekend. So hopefully, Chris, you can go see it or come see it with me. I haven't read it yet. And then uh, I want to talk about that a little bit too. So, All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Ciao. Matt, Chris, Rampant Speculation.